Welcome back, Xers, to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, the podcast for Gen X aging disgracefully. Is juvenile delinquency on the rise, or is Greg just a frightened old man? We'll talk about that in today's episode. We'll talk about the role of village plays in raising a child, and whether things have really changed since we were kids. But enough of this chit-chat. Get over this! are we are there is even more ribbon and scotch tape and um <laughs> and little stickies to and from with christmas trees on them on my recording table today it's very very close to the absolute best day of the year because christmas is almost over yeah december 26th mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's festivus it's festivus it's festivus i actually had had to go into menards which is like a you know, big box home improvement store around here in the midwest and they, they're the ones that like start dismantling Halloween two weeks before Halloween. Yeah. Um, their, their whole Christmas area, the seasonal area, is like was half or two-thirds already like put into deep storage. Oh, it's time for Valentine's Day. I'm like, awesome. That <laughs> means all like the gardening and the seeds and stuff are going to be coming out soon. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh, I have to dig deep looking for wood pellets for my, uh, my pellet, um, my pellet grill oh, sure. at this yep. time of year because it's oh, – you're yeah. There's that and the charcoal are hiding in a back corner somewhere. Yep. Very frustrating. Yeah, yeah I was so. uh, yesterday. <laughs> I made the mistake of um, I had to go pick up a honey baked ham because, you know, that's a family thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they happened to be right around the corner from a total wine. And I went over to total wine and I could not park at total wine. <laughs> it was wow. that busy. Wow. You love this. The reason I was going to Total Wine is that uh, my wife loves to have just a little bit of like whiskey cream in hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. When I say a little bit, I mean she measures out a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. You know how long it takes to drink a whole jar that they sell of those <laughs> things when you have a tablespoon at a time once every four days? It just does. I don't know what the shelf life is on those things. You'd think because the cream in them, it's it's. It, it's put it on our Cheerios too. Ooh, Goes good on Cheerios. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Use it instead of milk in every recipe. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that'd be great in the in the sweet potato casserole. What could um, possibly go wrong? So I was going to Total Wine because they have the little samplers. They have a nice collection of those, and I got mm-hmm. her like half a dozen of those so she could like use one, and then it's gone. <laughs> And not have a huge jar taking up space in our refrigerator. Ah, I see. But I couldn't park. Could not park. I actually left, went and picked up the ham, and then came back, and I was able to find a parking spot. It's crazy. All these, well, tis the season. All these alcoholics. UD, I, I've seen an interesting trend this year as it relates to holiday cards. Okay. And I wonder why this why this has happened. So I, I've seen a marked decrease in the number of family picture holiday cards that we get because per season one and my <laughs> rant about that but i i've seen a market uptick in multiple cards from certain individuals <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, nice and, and they are absolutely precious uh I, I love i love i love them all so those <laughs> could those could continue to come mm-hmm. those, and it, those are just fine and even though by the time you all hear this will be past christmas um what better way to use up the ones that you bought for this season and, and the extras that you purchased than to send them en masse to James? You bet. So I'll make some sort of collage out of them. Please reach out to me if you know me directly or um, 
It only hurts when I talk at gmail.com. James doesn't know how to get into that email. Only I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so absolutely, I will happily hand his address out to anyone who would like to send him a holiday card or who wants to just stop by to visit. James barely knows how to get into his own email. That This, this is true. You don't have to worry about me going, getting into that other one. You're more of a Snapchat kind of guy. A Snapchat, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's that's who I am. And I'll, uh, if you send him five or more cards, I will share with you his TikTok account where you can see his cosplay. All my cosplays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had some holiday fun going on here in my town. Yeah? I think it's time for me to yell at some clouds. Awesome. Yell away, old man, yell away. <laughs> Here we go. My wife texts me. So I'm at home yesterday. She is at work. She works at a local newspaper. And they have a police scanner. So that's fun. She texts me and says, the police have been called to Starbucks three times in the last 15 minutes. This latest, all because of the kids being let out of school early who are walking around town. Our our middle school is right in the middle of town. So these are 13, 14-year-olds. Well, see, there's your problem. Um, You're letting them walk around town off leash. Don't you have a leash law there? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, so my son did this when he was in middle school, and, you know, from, he would walk over to Dunkin' Donuts and get a donut, and then he would walk over to the library and and do some homework, or, or he could walk to the newspaper where my wife was and hitch a ride home with her instead of taking the bus. But you know at this point in my town not to drive over to the center of town between, like, uh, 2.30 yeah. and 4, because that's when all the kids are wandering yeah. around. And yesterday was an early dismissal day because it's the weekend before Christmas. And so at, at 12.30 in the afternoon, the town is full of, of entitled little brats who have no sense mm-hmm. of responsibility, uh, as well as the middle schoolers. So um, they – that was supposed uh, to be a joke. Yeah, didn't, 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 land, didn't, didn't land, really land no. well. Okay. Didn't land. Sorry about that. I tried. So – Three calls in 15 minutes, and the last one was a bunch of kids dragging a Christmas tree into Starbucks and refusing to leave. Mm-hmm. Where they found said Christmas tree, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other part of the question. And then five minutes later, my wife texts me again and says, now there are a bunch of kids standing on top of a building in town. And she thought it was one of the breweries. Wow. <laughs> throwing, ice, throwing ice at people. Wow. So I immediately said to her... I said, I hope the newspaper publishes their names, even though they're minors, because this is this is Armageddon here. And she wrote back. She said, we'll just get sued if we do that. And she's yeah, not yeah, wrong. They would. He's absolutely they not would. wrong. So my question to all you parents out there is, why do you not know what your kids are doing? Or if you know what they're doing, why do you allow this to happen? Yeah. And don't say it's not your kid, because it is your kid. I'm talking yeah. to you. It's your <laughs> why kid. Why do you not care? I, I don't understand, and my kids never Oh, of course not. No, never. And I never behaved that Mm-mm. way. I did. Well, yeah, that's actually true. You did. We, you know, as kids would do the whole, let's go stay over at our friend's house because his parents sleep like the dead, and we can sneak out and, and go um, TP people's houses and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we used to do that all the time. See, what, what, what drives me nuts is that there are societies in which kids this age are married with several children and working full-time. So why can't we put their put these kids' picture in the newspaper and say, bad, bad kid, bad parents, don't do this again? What is so wrong with that? Hmm. 
Yeah. There needs to be some sort of punitive action taken. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the risk of sounding like when I was a kid, I'm going to say when I was a kid, we did these things knowing full well that, you know, it's, a, it's an act of rebellion. And it's an act of perceived control, taking control of one's life. And I th- some kids take it too far when they realize that there's no negative ramifications. And because typically that comes from home, right? In discipline and not sure. from the constabulary. Constabulary. The constabulary. I'm, I'm, pic- I'm picturing Officer Krupke walking down the street <laughs> exactly. swinging his baton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's, here's my question. As a, because I'm, I have a feeling you're not done um, with the yelling at clouds. But nope. I want to put in perspective and throw it out there for the rest of the excerpts to comment on. Who's changed or has nothing changed? So as we get older and we say, when we were kids, we never did anything like that. Are you sure? I mean, yeah, Starbucks didn't exist, but the, that act of, of social rebellion, absolutely we did that. We absolutely did that. Now, some kids like you, Mr. Goody Two Shoes, never, never did absolutely anything wrong. Nope, never. <laughs> but I certainly did, and I know loads of others that did. Um, and the question is, has things changed? Have things changed? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there's equally clueless parents today as there were back then, and there's equally lack of lack of parenting <laughs> today mm-hmm. as there was back then even more lack of parenting back then with the whole latchkey thing so i don't i don't know that this is a a generational thing so i mean you just because you happen to be an old man and you want to yell at something this is yelling at clouds but it's not i don't think you're blowing it out of proportion because of your age and saying we would have never have done things like that when we were kids i think we absolutely did um I'm I'm trying to find a way to disagree with you, and I just and I just can't see. Um, it's that solid, rock solid. It's I'm so torn between the idea of I'm just thinking about all of the adults that were trying to sit in Starbucks yesterday and then having to deal with this. I doubt a single one of them was looking at the situation, going, "Oh, this is funny." <laughs> oh, exactly. No, I'm not saying I'm sure none of them were. No, I'm not. The, I'm not saying looking back on it, then that oh, it's funny and being oh, well, I remember when I drove a Christmas tree into the into the Kreskies when I was seven or whatever it was. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that. The act, right? The fact that this yeah. happens in in our society, I don't think has anything to do with an increase in that activity or things of that nature. We are just viewing it through a different lens now. I think you're right. I, I do actually think you're right on this one. I'm going to check that off my list because I only give you so many of those right. a, a, a year. And I, I edit these, and so I seem to find a way to edit one of those clips into almost all of our... Oh, clever. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. Well, my... And I, I have a lot left for the, the calendar year. I didn't give you many so far. <laughs> so. But yeah, and, and the other thing that occurs to me as I, you know, as I tell that story, the other, on my other shoulder, there's a voice saying, you know what? It, of all the ways to get into trouble, they are not out physically assaulting people. They are not sitting in a corner somewhere shooting up and hurting themselves. They're doing something stupid that they think is fun. Um, there are a lot worse things these kids could be up to. Absolutely. And the idea of, I'll use failing safe, right? So they're, they're testing their boundaries, but they're doing it in a way where the, 
the outcome isn't catastrophic. Mm -hmm. uh, you're right. They're not walking in to Starbucks with, you know, firearms and, right. and doing that. But I can remember as a kid yelling at clouds, my parents and grandparents did, right? Was, oh, this is how it starts, right? This is, this, this mm -hmm. is what happens. You know, next thing they're going to be doing, and they're going to be over on X and X Street shooting up, <laughs> whatever like that. And I'm like, well, statistically, some of them, probably us. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> but as an act of, of social disorder, I mean, I think it is part of, part of growing up, but not everybody expresses that the same way. I mean, some people want to publicly say, you know, you can't control me, blah, blah, blah. And others people, you know, dye their hair a different color. Oh, don't throw that back at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but it's an excellent point. So, yes. So, so my, my daughter, who was 16, when she was 14, which was, you know, we were still COVIDing, uh, she came to us right before her birthday and said, what I really want is to, is to bleach my hair, not all of it, just some of it. She has nice long hair, um, and color it like bright purple or something. And and she, I think she started the conversation with, "I know you're going to say no, but." <laughs> and she, I looked at her and I said, "Let us give it some thought." And she walked out of the room and I whispered to my wife, "Yes, right." And she went, "Oh, of course." <laughs> and then we're like, "Sadie, come back here." And we told, and she was so excited. And to this day, she still she she at this point just gets it bleached now and then and does all the coloring herself. Mm -hmm. And she's had a couple of friends. She's far from the only person at school who looks that way. A lot of them do. Um, but a couple of her friends have also done it after her and then have gone back to normal hair, hair color. Like it was something to try. Sure. But for, for her, you're right. It's a sense of identity. That was a period of time when, as I said, she was 14. We were stuck in the house with COVID. My son had just gotten his driver's license. And so it was... It was COVID in the sense that school still wasn't fully in person yet. It was partially, but he could still like get in the car and go do stuff. Right. And she had been in lockdown forever. And then she saw him getting a little, a little freedom and it made it even worse for her because anytime she wanted to do something, she had to run it by us. Mm -hmm. She couldn't get anywhere on her own. And the hair thing was a, was a way of claiming some power. Yeah. And we were thrilled to let her do it. My father had said to me, is it, is it hurting her hair? And I'm like, I would so much rather this than, you know, piercings and, <laughs> and God knows what drugs and vaping and God knows what else she could be out there doing. Let her color her hair. Right. Love of God. You know, I'll right. take it. And I want to, I, I say that because I knew it would elicit a response um, yeah. from you. But <laughs> I, 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 you, you, you did set that up. Yeah, well. I did yeah. like that. That example and, you know, the kids throwing chunks of ice off of the roof at, at people are their examples of one, you know, an, an individual trying to gain some control over their life, right? Mm -hmm. um, feel like they're in a position of, of, of power. Uh, I get it. It's, it's a spectrum. <laughs> Those two things are not equivalent in terms of, you know, output. Like you said, your daughter's not hurting herself. She's not hurting anybody else. Mm -hmm. And... And it is a safe way for her to, to, to express herself and to take some control over her own life. Um, there are, and I think that's where parenting comes in. You know, I think of those kids that are doing the vandalism and stuff, and which I was one of those kids. I can look back and say, is it a reflection on parenting? And I would say, absolutely. And it's not a question <laughs> that my, my parents didn't teach me right from wrong. It's not that. It's the fact that 
the only reason my parents cared that I did right or wrong is because of how it was going to make them look. Yeah, I remember you and I having this conversation once before. I don't think on on Mike about is there a <clears throat> is there an embarrassment factor there right. more than a we're trying to shape this this young mind exactly that, and that's exactly what it was. It was a, it was an embarrassment factor. So the disciplining was always punitive. Well, I should say not just disciplining the the engagement on the topic was always punitive. There was never a proactive engagement on talking about these sorts of things and. So I, I wonder how many, what the situations are like for these kids that are doing these things that are socially aberrant, right? That drive them to do that. And it's like, I wonder, I wonder, has that changed over time? Like the same drivers that I had when I was a kid, I bet they're the same. I bet they're the same thing going on today uh, at, at the root. I mean, granted, we didn't have social media and all the other kind of stuff. And- yeah, and the problem, you know, the, the social media problem is now these things are captured forever. Right. So there is a real potential impact to these kids for getting into college and, mm-hmm. and for their future. Look, we, we've seen it with active uh, folks in the media, whether they're, they're actors or government or whatnot, where something they did 20 years ago comes back to haunt them because now there's, there's recordings everywhere. Right. So, so one of the more extreme examples here at home, and I, I live in a nice area. I don't know why I'm, I have all these examples of this crap. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's a nice area that these examples feel so horrible, and they're not because we don't have, you know, worse things going on. There was there were three kids who were running around, I think, over the summer, uh, t- doing you know artwork, spray paint, tagging things, uh, and artwork? they put their name they put their names on it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And, and, and here's the best part. They would take pictures of themselves covering their faces and then tag each other in them on Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I mean, so there's an element. Now, the problem with this, um, because one of the places that was, was hit is the newspaper where my wife works, thousands of dollars worth of damage. Oh, yeah. So is anyone getting hurt? Well, no, they're not, they're not assaulting people. They're not throwing ice at people. But... There are thousands of dollars worth of damage. And the, the kicker here, my understanding, is that the, all the police can do, because these are 14 and 15-year-olds, is once they identify the kids, call the houses and say, we'd like you to come down with your parents to the station so we can have a conversation. You can't arrest them. The parents don't have to cooperate, which sounds insane to me that they don't have to cooperate. At that point, you know, that that's a material financial impact they've had on a business in town or, or a house or a, a, consu- a citizen. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I don't really honestly can't tell you if that was a thing when I was a kid, like your parents mm-hmm. could just refuse. I can remember my dad telling me like the cops pick you up and put you in jail. You're staying there overnight. Yeah. I don't think they would have refused back then. I think is ex- kind of my point. Exactly. So the, like the, the police can't do anything to the kid cause he's a minor or she, but I'm going to say it's usually he. And then they're not going to get, are they, the question is, are they going to get disciplined for it at home? Right. Is that going to teach the, the lesson of cause and effect? And that's something you don't know. You'd, you'd like to think so, <laughs> but if they're not willing to come down to the station and have a conversation, does that mean the parents are going, you, you know, are, are, are they, 
are they high fiving going cool right <laughs> or are or are they legitimately saying, look, we're not going to let this become a legal matter, but you are so grounded. I, I don't know. I, there's no way to know. Yeah, that's what's hard for me to understand. I don't know. It, it's, and it's a situation like that where I, and it gets back to the yelling at clouds, I want society to be the parent in that case. Because the parent didn't prevent it from happening in the first place. And right. if, we, if we accept your thesis that this is sowing the wild oats, and it, it's gonna, they have to expunge these energies in some way, in some direction, and I, and I get that. But now it comes to, should society be punishing them because we don't believe the parents set things up the right way in the first place? The parents let it get to this point, so now you don't get to discipline, we discipline. Yeah, there's that sense of, what do I want to say? There's, there's lessons learned for everyone. <laughs> well, well, the Starbucks situation, I mean, I, we were talking about it last night, and I said, can they put, can they make it an 18 and older only without an adult can, can they not allow kids to come in sure and i i don't think there's anything they can I, I don't think there's any reason they couldn't do that legally right but then what are they going to do then it's trespassing isn't it if a 14 year old walks in you yeah. got a kid yeah but so what they're a minor what you're saying is that they're going in there and they're refusing to leave an establishment when they're asked to leave i would think that that's trespassing too yeah and Basically, the cops are like, well, they're kids. There's nothing we can do about it. I, I don't know what you do after that, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know either. You get into this weird rock and hard place where the, the, maybe this is a back when I was a kid. Back when I was a kid thing, the thought of being embarrassed as a parent because your dumbass kid did something was a driver to have them learn a lesson to not do it again. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's changed. You'd think it would be even worse now, again, because of social media. But there are so many laws around that where you can't post a picture. Uh, we, we have a couple of kids who ride around the middle of town on their bicycles, which is fine. Mm -hmm. but, but what they do is they will, and I've seen this happen, they will ride down the middle of the road popping wheelies in between cars while they're driving. And it's like someone is going to hit one of these kids. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be bad. And... They can't seem – I've seen people take pictures of them and put them on social media and have them immediately get pulled down. And they're like, the parents need to know this is happening. And other people are going, you can't put pictures of kids who are not yours. You just can't. But we didn't, we didn't have social media, so there was no, none of this like public shaming right. aspect. But if somebody saw them – Oh, then at church, that would be all they would talk oh about. Oh, my God. Or in the grocery store or the pharmacy or wherever. And they would come over and they would find that kid's parents and they would tell them exactly what they saw. Yeah. Now what? I think there was more of a village attitude back then where it was okay to go up to their parent and say, here's what your kid did. Now you run the very real risk if you go up to a parent and say, your kid did this, of them going, no, they didn't. And how dare you say that about them? And Get your nose out of my business. People are much more guarded than they were, I, I think. I would think that at least, you know, one could file a police report, right? And then mm -hmm. the police report would take down all the information, contact the parents, and tell them what they found out. So at that point, it's not a, a citizen, a villager, coming and telling them, you know, what they saw because they had an axe to grind. It's a supposed impartial group coming to, to share that information. I don't know. What I would like to see happen... Yes, because I'm a, I'm a scorched earth kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, I would like the, this to happen one or two more times, and for the Starbucks to decide it's not worth having a business in this town. 
and watch the uproar from the rest of the town when Starbucks closes because they can't handle the kids. Well, then you slide down the slope that my town did and everything boards up. And then basically, because people are not willing to engage to make their town a better place, they just leave. Because mm-hmm. because the con- the idea of resolving conflict is too scary. You just end up with a slum town. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I, I just want everyone to be able to look at their kids and go, see what you ruined for me? Uh, you that, took away my pumpkin spice latte, damn it. Uh-huh. And that, because that, that, that worked so well for me as a kid, as, you know, parenting, the way my parents treated me. See what you did? This is because of you. No. Mm-hmm. I would like to see those kids. Well, what did I tell you before we started? You are telling me about this. I said, you need like a, a delinquency officer. Yeah. Because we had that in my town. We had, for, for juveniles, there was a whole, like, you know, you don't, wanna, you don't want the juvie cop to come and get you, right? I don't, I don't know if we have that here. And, we, and look, we, just like you were making fun of me before, I mean, my, my kids haven't gotten into trouble, so I don't, I don't know if that exists or even really what the laws are for those, you know, those minor ages, what goes on. I'm sure there are people who are used to dealing with this on a fairly regular basis. Right. And this is what parenting is, and it's like talking at a wall. And, and parenting is like talking at a wall for a lot of things. You know, I, I'm lucky in that it doesn't involve a police officer standing next to that wall for the most part. <laughs> I Look, I got a speeding ticket when I was in high school. The police officer called my house to tell my parents, which I don't know if they do that anymore or if it was just because it was a pretty bad speeding ticket. Uh, but it was, I mean, I was, I, I went home, I told them what happened. I was getting my, you know... My, my ear chewed off and then the phone rang and because he told me he said you better go home and talk to your parents because I'm going to call them in about an hour mm-hmm. I don't know if that's done anymore I think I, I would be surprised if it isn't because I would think that there's some sort of responsibility that the municipality has to you know to weigh in on that yeah you would you would hope so I don't you would hope so I don't know so so, so where do we land on this you, you're let boys be boys is what I'm hearing. From no, you. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying. I know it's not what you're saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't think that things have changed as much as what they might seem from when we were kids, you know, and the shit that we used to do or I used to yeah. do and you lived vicariously through. Um, I, but mm-hmm. I don't think that, I mean, certainly the thing that has absolutely changed is us. We've aged. And so... Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, as much as you try to to <laughs> to deny it, you things like you know emotional intelligence and whatnot through maturity improve. Ideally, there's a few people I know that it hasn't. So we're looking at it through the through that lens of maturity, where these kids, the thing that hasn't changed is kids of that age in our society are all trying to push the boundaries. They're right. pushing boundaries, pushing boundaries, pushing boundaries. And we are the ones that have aged, quote, aged out of that. And so I don't think fundamentally it's changed. The question I have about what has changed and what hasn't is I can distinctly remember as a kid the thought of what would happen at home if, like, the cops were to call my parents. And not just my parents, but even my friends, right, and have the cops call their, their parents. It would, be, it would be cataclysmic. But is that a thing today? I don't know. Like, I yeah. don't know if that, if that approach to, to parenting has changed. Obviously, not a parent. So can't, can't really speak to that. 
when you know when you talk about the stereotypical helicopter parenting and putting kids in a bubble and we're not letting them get tough and all that kind of thing i i just kind of lean toward the 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 karen mentality these days and and a parent immediately look a parent should always defend their kid and be on their kid's side but being on their side doesn't mean lying for them and being blind to when they're screwing up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference here. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because you're right. We have grown old. The thought to me that I can't go hang out at Starbucks is annoying. <laughs> and when I think about in my mind's eye what was being described to me was going on. And let's face it. That was probably two kids dragging in a Christmas tree and 20 others watching to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. who would never have instigated it on their own. So there's that. But I've, I envision a scene out of Clockwork Orange. <laughs> like, like yeah. that's, to me, that's the level of dystopian society that I'm envisioning here. And it's, uh, it, 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 is, it is trying to burst free with energy on the last day of school for a week and a half when, when you just want some control over your life. So, yeah. so am I yelling at the wrong clouds? No. I don't think so. I think you're, you're you're yelling at clouds in general, shaking your cane pretty hard. Should I be embracing these clouds? <laughs> you do. They're hard to they're hard. You try to squeeze them and they just yeah. Poof. You do you do you. Entitled little brats who have no sense of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs>